Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to Beyond the Bump, a podcast brought to you by Jade Caldwell and Sophie Pierce. This podcast is targeted at mums, mums to be, and women in general. And gents, feel free to have a listen too. It's a place to have real discussions and ask real questions, no matter how hard, with honest and authentic people. The aim is to have you feeling lighter, more supported, and more understood after every listen. Now, we can't promise that it will always be kept PG, so please be mindful around little ears. Here we go. Hello, Jade. Hello, Sophie. Welcome to this bonus episode of your own podcast. (laughs) Boner of an episode. Boner. Great to be here. Is that how excited you are? I'm so excited. Now, we're going to let you guys in on a little secret. We are sipping gin to get through this episode because this is our third recording in a day and we are coming in hot. Yeah, we want to give you guys the energy that you deserve. Today, we think is going to be a funny one. It is, I am a good parent, but... So we asked you guys to send in your parenting confessions, you know, things that are maybe frowned upon in public, but we we get you. We love our kids to death. We love this gig some of the time. <laughs> and we're going to read out some of our absolute favorites and we're going to say the ones that we relate to, which is probably going to be most of them, and any that we actually haven't experienced before. Yes. So sit back. Pop your feet back. Pop Pop your feet back behind your head. (laughs) (laughs) Pop your feet back behind your head and enjoy. (laughs) All right, now this was one that was sent in quite a lot and I feel like we've got a bit to say on this topic. I'm a good parent but I love going to work. Oh, yeah. I mean, we shouldn't feel guilty about feeling good about going to work because I feel like when I go to work, it's two metres outside of my house. But when I do, I come back a better parent because I have had some mental clarity. I've had conversations with another adult and I come back in going, I miss my children. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't think that's anything that we need to feel bad about. There was lots of... I love going to work or I love having time without my kids. And I think that's absolutely fine. You know, like we like having times away from our partners. We like having times away from our parents. There's very, I mean, I guess that most people listening, there's not one person in their life that they could spend all their time away from. You need time for you. You need time to work. That is 100% fine. I'm a good parent, but sometimes I feed my 18-month-old Meagerang noodles for lunch. There are people all around the world that are feeding their kids Meagerang noodles, and I am feeding mine spaghetti in a can sometimes. That is a whole meal. I've definitely fed my kids worse. And I just want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, you have a higher chance of your children eating the meal if it is baked beans or meagering noodles. They have a then radar. the perfect twelve-hour no, course you've made. I was going to say they have a radar for how long you have spent slaving over a dish. So have if you've pulled something out of a can, <laughs> they are bound to eat it. Do you it. know why I reckon? It's because when you serve, and I do this to my husband as well. When you served a, like a loved meal that you've you do slaved that over, you do you, and you're really looking at them like, are they going to eat it? It's too much pressure. There's if so you throw much them pressure. some baked beans or Maccas, I mean, who wouldn't? But, you know, you'd just be like, boom, eat it, down it, own it. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love this one. 
I'm a good parent, but once I witnessed a crime, I was so hoping (laughs) that I'd be called into trial so I could leave my baby at home for the I love that because sometimes you're longing for a crime. No, no, no. Sometimes you're longing for time away is just so okay, I'm gonna make I'm gonna admit something. I knew that I needed to step away from my previous career, like and maybe not return after maternity leave. When one day I was dreading going into work so badly that I was like, maybe if someone just drives like gently into the back of my car, like just a minor accident, like no one's hurt, I'm not hurt, they're not hurt, just a little tap, maybe then I can call in and say, I can't come in today. And that is not to be insensitive to anyone who's been in a more severe car accident. But sometimes when you're longing for something so bad, your mind goes to really fucked up places. It does. And I think if you're excited to witness a crime because it might mean you have to serve (laughs) jury duty or go on trial, it's probably time to just book in some time for yourself. Yeah. Look, I just think you need to then realise that you have to maybe go for a walk or massage, you know. Not alone. Yeah, anything. I mean, what crime are we talking about? Because you could be on a really long one or we could be on a really short one. Petty theft. Like no one's probably been hurt. I've been called in to do jury duty three times in a I've fucking row in. But exactly three times in a row when I've been pregnant or breastfeeding I'm like you've got billions of people that you can ask mm, I'm not quite sure the population of Australia is quite <laughs> up to billions all right let's just throw it down to millions but like ask someone else if I've said they no they would be asking other people and they're saying no too it's so easy to get out oh, of my mum is like I am Dying to get on the on the. I would jury. love to go. Well, there you go. If you get called again, will you go do it? No, nah, because I get scared. What if I get on a murder case? I don't want to be on something like that and then have to sit in a hotel on my own and then think about all the problems that are happening and then not being able to tell anyone because you're not allowed to tell anyone. Tell me you've got anxiety without telling me. So no, I thought about it and the answer is no. Do you ever suffer from you know, like illogical thoughts? No, not at all. <laughs> Never. Okay, I'm a good parent, but. I accidentally whacked my 13-month-old son's head on the corner wall while carrying him. I have whacked, (laughs) slammed. I've done a lot of things with my children's limbs. Unintentionally, of course. But, like, the main thing I think I've done is, you know, when you put your newborn baby in that silly-ass car seat. Those fucking capsules. Can they not make it so that, like... There's maybe like a one in ten chance of hitting your kid's head on the door frame rather than a nine in ten or chance. Put the chair like when you open the door, it's just there in. You're going through Jumanji straps just trying <laughs> to get in and lock her in and lock her out. It's just too confusing. So yeah, they've bumped their head a few times. I though have also bumped my head getting into the car. Let's put it down to mum brain. But the other day I turned the car on and when- how long are you going to use mum brain for? Oh, for how old to your youngest? Yeah, Nearly two and three? a half. But I think that I will always have it as long as my children are in the back seat of my car yelling at me. I got in and I just forgot where my head was at and I just <laughs> banged it on the top of the thing and went, oh my God, I forgot I had a forehead. I tell you something I did heaps when pregnant is you forget where your body ends and so I would like try and like slip through a door frame where there just like was not a, <laughs> enough room for this wide load coming through and just whack my tummy on door frames and stuff yeah it's, not it's nasty I do that with my booty I'm just kidding 
It's swole. Yeah. I do that with my huge tits. Yeah, I do that too. I think my nose would hit a door frame before my boobs would. Oh, that 100%. sticks out further than my, my tits. My gunt. <laughs> Everything, actually. It does get trapped a few times in, in little crevices. In what? Like the types of things. Like drawers and stuff. I accidentally what? get a cut. Well, I do. Sometimes I'm leaning over and it just, the, the oh, little flabby bit. You slam it in drawers. I have done. I have done. Oh, doll. Yes. Yeah, Thing. We all have problems. We're going to make no comment on this one, but I'm a great parent, but I still enjoy cocaine and MDA. <laughs> Girl, good on you for being honest. honest. <laughs> no judgment, but we'll move on. I'm a good parent, but we seem to keep getting hit with bum worms. Oh, I think we had them this morning. Gross. Yeah, no, we've been having some like just like the the bum rubbing on like the chair and that kind of thing. And like when you pick them up, they kind of like rub on your hip a bit and just a bit irritable. So, yeah, we gave our kids chocolate this morning actually just to make sure. You know the worming chocolate? Yeah, I thought you meant Cadbury. Have you have your kids ever had like known worms? No, because I don't look into my kids' asses, and I'm not saying you do, but I have someone I know that has had a torch into their children's butthole and seen, have you seen that that, that, <laughs> that oh YouTube God. thing where someone has a fucking steak and a worm comes out? No. Apparently if you put like meat near your asshole in the middle of the night, the worms come out. Cooked or uncooked? Well, I think it's uncooked. Can you believe that? That is so I don't disgusting. Want, I don't want to Google it, but it, it is a thing. There's not many things that would make me vegan, but that, that is close. <laughs> Isn't that disgusting? Anyway, I've never had diagnosed worms in the house, but we have wormed the kids a few times. Just It's like one of those classic, like, oh, they've been waking up a lot recently. Let's just put it down to worms. Every time my husband itches his ass on the couch, I always say to him, oh, my God, you've got worms. So three worms. times a day. Yeah, and he's like, I don't. It's just this bit of the couch makes me itchy. I'm like, babe, you. You have ass hair. It's probably your ass hair. And he's like, oh. oh, yeah, good story, Jade. So do you worm him? Yeah, I worm everybody except my dog. He's fresh. <laughs> oh, this is an interesting one. I'm a great parent, but I'm finding life at home with a newborn boring and monotonous. I don't think this person's alone. I think too many people talk about the bliss of the bubble and enjoying every minute. And I think especially if you've gone from like just finishing up at work a few weeks beforehand and, you know, like feel like you've been in meetings where you've been heard and, and that kind of thing to then being at the beck and call of this screaming baby it can be a really difficult adjustment and really boring. I had my husband on the weekend, all the kids were screaming and he just, I don't think he meant to say it out loud, but he was in the bathroom and he just goes, I fucking hate my weekends. (laughs) And I go, what do you mean? I go, that is so mean. And he's like, it doesn't mean anything to you because I'm here during the week as well. I'm just saying that I don't like my weekends sometimes. I'm like, that means you don't like your kids or your wife. He's like, not at all. I just mean that sometimes it would be nice to have, you know, a night where we're not having to deal with crying or screaming. Sometimes it does. It just feels, sometimes it feels constant. And like, you know, you're, you're sure you can get someone to care for your children. You can do something else, but sometimes you just miss that that spontaneity and that freedom. And we had people write in saying, I'm a great parent, but I miss pre-kid life. How do you feel about that? Do you miss your pre-kid life? I don't miss my pre-kid life, but I do miss having 
moments of time that I can just go and do my own thing because yeah. as soon as you become a parent, you're forever, you know, worrying or caring about someone and that is mentally and physically. Yeah. So, you know, when you go on holidays and you're like, oh, I'm having a break, we kind of not because you're always. Same shit, different place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're still worrying about someone and, yeah. and caring. So, I mean, I in that aspect, yes, but I also love the fact that how much do we appreciate those tiny moments we get yeah. to ourselves when we are parents because you realize how valuable they are to you. Mm. Yeah, I feel I feel like in two minds. I feel more content than I've ever been in my life and I would never wish it away and I think it's so amazing that we get to care for people enough that we care about them all the time. But it's just that like, no, nah, I'm really tired this morning and I just want to click my fingers <laughs> and for someone to just watch them for like two hours so I can just like lie in bed and read my book or like roll over and have a cuddle or just like not think about what my kid's eating tonight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like just though sometimes, you know, I get, I, I, I feel like. I'm really blessed in the way that I get, you know, regular time blessed with just stressed. No, I'm definitely stressed. Um, <laughs> but times, you know, to spend with just my husband and I get enough time away from my kids. But sometimes it's just wanting that thing like on a random Wednesday morning or like, you know, just just to be able to like at the drop of a hat go, nah. I need to just be left alone. Do you know what though? Like usually it, it does happen. Usually you have these thoughts when it all gets too much or all children are crying or that one baby hasn't stopped crying so you're just like, fuck, I need this break. But sometimes even just thinking about it. Thinking about a break. Oh, my gosh. Like just putting yourself in a position like on an island with a cocktail on sand and just like being alone just the thought of that for 30 seconds is enough sometimes to get me by. I don't know if that would make me feel better or worse. Well, you've got to put like music in you've your ears. Commit. You've got to get like the sound of the crying out <laughs> of the room for you to actually be in that dream. But How great. Yeah. How good did that work? It's a mum hack. I'm a great parent, but I was in deep chats with a girlfriend at a baby shower and I looked down and my 10-month-old was properly guzzling my wine. <laughs> The other day, I didn't realise that Goldie was dipping her hand in my gin and tonic. She was fine. Yeah, well, she's probably teething. What's Have you had like the worst thing your kids have eaten? Someone else wrote in saying that they were in chats with someone and they didn't realise their kid was eating dog poo. That's disgusting. <laughs> and look, I'm sure that happens like more than we know. We just don't talk about it. But like... I don't know, like even chewing their fingernails is filthy. Those kids pick up the grossest stuff. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the worst. Picking up chewing gum at the park. Oh, don't. She didn't put it in her mouth, but I was just like, that is fucking Now, do you want to know what takes the cake on this? Yumi's Jelly Cat Bunny. Oh. Okay, anyone that has a comforter knows, even dummies, if those things are one of those, you know, your children cannot live without – it goes to a public toilet on the floor. It goes on to like gross areas of the grass, the park, Don't anywhere, care. you name it. And and they put it straight back in their mouth. Yeah. It's gross. Well, I think about and Pop- it stinks. Poppy's got a doll that has long hair that's really matted and I'm just like Lulu. thinking about the shit that is within the depths of Lulu's hair. Have you smelt it? 
No way. I wouldn't do that to myself. I just do it to my kid. <laughs> Would you wash it? Uh, she's like been in the bath a few times, but it doesn't seem to like properly mm. help. But she loves it. I'm not going to take that away from no. her. It's probably building her immune system. <laughs> it's all building their immune systems. My friend, she turned around for a second and her daughter was eating a cigarette butt. Oh, actually, no. My Yumi has had, she found grandma's cigarettes, Harry's mum, and just have to emphasise that it's you, Jules, not (laughs) mum. And she had them sitting there on a bench, but she reached up and grabbed it and put one in her mouth not lit you like hadn't been smoked no 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 No. hadn't been smoked so just a fresh one but it was back to front and I got the biggest heart attack and it looks so wrong town when you see (laughs) a baby with a cigarette in their mouth it's like what the fuck so yes I'm then you lit it for her so I lit her we we had a gin and we just relaxed (laughs) we talked about bunnies politics (laughs) so I relate to this one a lot I'm a great parent, but imaginary play drains the fuck out of me. Happy to watch, but not an enthusiastic participant. I could not agree more. Nothing makes me prouder when they've got like a whole scenario going, they're a character, their toy's a character, but ask me to join (laughs) and I'm nowhere to be seen. And I I think there's just a lot of people that feel that way I can do it for like five minutes and then I'm checking the clock and I'm like this feels like it has been hours oh I just I let that go long ago you're like that's what siblings are for that that is what siblings are for I used to play and be like yes we'll do this and now they're like mum can you play I'm like that is what she's for (laughs) that is what she's for and you all have to work together and then I just probably clean the house Okay, I'm a great parent, but I pretend to be asleep when the baby monitor goes off in the night so my husband gets up. (laughs) That is brilliant. I think every mother has earned that. And there are so many people that have written in saying that they they turn their monitor off or pretend not to hear their child through the monitor in the middle of the night, so you were not alone. And I have a story on this, but I was the good parent in this. (laughs) Nick was the shit parent. So... Poppy was maybe six months old and Nick had got Poppy ready for bed and he put her to bed, all was sweet, she went to sleep. In the middle of the night I heard her through the monitor, distraught, like absolutely hysterical. So I went into her bedroom and I picked her up and she was saturated. Like, I mean, her pajamas were saturated, her sleep suit was saturated, the sheet was saturated. It was all so wet. And then I felt, and Nick had put her down to sleep with no nappy on. So I think it was like even more than one (laughs) wee. Like I think maybe she's weed earlier, hasn't woken her up and then weed again because this was like so wet. Are you sure it wasn't down her leg? You know how sometimes they No, 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 there was no (laughs) nappy I like touched over her butt and it was just the pajamas and then her butt anyway so I am like rage whispering because she I don't want to wake her up even more so I'm like rage whispering into the monitor going get here now you expletive expletive you have put Poppy to bed without a nappy on come and help me like because she needed to be changed the bed yeah. needed to be changed I was just like it's just it was a two it's just job. gonna be yeah and to try not to like completely wake her up and have to start all over again anyway so I'm like rage whispering and then I'm getting louder and mm-hmm. then I'm like can you hear me wake up come and help me now anyway after a few minutes I storm into our room with Poppy she's still upset he is fast asleep 
I wake him up and I'm like, can you not hear me <laughs> yelling through the monitor? Like I've been trying to get your attention for a really long time. And he goes, oh, you two were making so much noise in there. I just turned the monitor off. <laughs> so he didn't hear you yelling. He thought you were just like, what? He yelling was- at Poppy? I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that sounds Oh, I've never let him live it down. Did he come and help you? And then he came and helped me. He's like, oh, yeah. And look, and, and he felt <laughs> bad that he'd put her to bed with no nappy on. But not bad that he turned the monitor off because no, he's he, like, fuck, he, stop he, waking me up. No, he, he, he always twists the story and he goes, oh, you know, like you're an independent woman. Oh. I didn't want to step in when, like, you know, you had this, da 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 I'm like, don't you fucking use the word independent against me now. Has anyone done the old kick the partner in the leg or the back because you want to prompt them to wake up? And then and, you pretend you're fast yeah, asleep. Yeah, and then yeah. I actually, because I don't, I don't snore, but whenever I fake, fake, fake cry, whenever I fake <laughs> sleep, I go, it's the real like heavy. This. Oh, yes, yes, every time. And I'm always like, oh, I need to do a big sigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, and then if he says something, I'm like, what? Like, what? And then I go, oh, is she crying? Oh, what? I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I think someone wrote this in where they pretended to get up for their child, but in fact they that just. That was me. <laughs> I told you that story. <laughs> Why you tell it? Yeah, so, so Goldie often. This is will, good. Goldie will often wake up once a night for a bottle, <laughs> and every and you. every now and again she'll wake up twice. But sometimes if I'm like so <laughs> tired and can't be bothered, I'll kick Nick and be like, "Babe, I got the last one. You get this one." And it's actually the first time she's woken up that night. And he's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go get her. I'll go get her." Oh, <laughs> you yes. just go back to sleep. <laughs> That's funny. But the genius. thing, it, it's all, I can never fall back asleep until he's back in bed anyway. So no, sometimes I'm just like, you could have just got up. I know. You lazy fuck. And it would have been easier. Like half the time when Harry goes and puts anyone to bed or like resettles, he comes down the hallway like an elephant. Oh, and I'm like, just cool. lift now your feet. everyone's awake. Lift your feet up. I'm a great parent, but. I ran a few steps and left my kid behind when I thought I saw a snake. Disclaimer, it was actually a worm. You would do that if it was a bird. I have done it with a bird. And I was like, I've always been one of those people like, oh, I would do everything for my kids. Like I would sacrifice myself for my children. I am petrified of birds. And I remember Goldie was a newborn and Poppy was in the double pram as well. So Poppy was down the bottom, Goldie was up the top as a newborn. (laughs) I was walking down this street and I started getting swooped by a bird. So I flipped up the pram (laughs) to to cover myself and ran down the street with the pram like up on two wheels to protect myself. Newborn fully out to the elements and to the bird. It wasn't until like the situation was over that I was like, oh my God, I just sacrificed my baby to a magpie. She was absolutely fine. I screamed the whole way down the street. Anyway, just (laughs) on the weekend, I thought I was getting swooped and I jumped behind my dad. (laughs) (laughs) So I will do a lot for my loved ones, but getting swooped by a bird is just, that's a whole nother level of love that I just don't have to give. I have a pram story to tell. It was a time where we didn't have Yumi. The two girls were about... Oh, I don't know, around two and a half-ish. Mia was two and a half. 
strapped her in the pram, the double pram, and Harry and I were arguing about who was going to get Billy out. And we were like, no, no, you, you're closer and blah, blah, blah. Next minute, there is someone on a bike dinging his bell and going, blah, 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 blah. he's speaking another language. And I was like, what is he saying? He's crazy. Anyway, he points in this time, Mia has gone backwards because the brake wasn't on the double pram. It has gone across two like roads like safe roads, not, well, they weren't that safe. But <laughs> you, like, you, you know the, those roads that are like safe for your pram to go across? Yeah, those ones. They were all right roads, Like as in not busy. No. But it was a road. The, nonetheless, it was a back street. Okay, it was a back street. And by the time I went to run for her, she went over a speed bump and f- the whole pram flipped. And were they strapped in? No, it was just one because, remember, we were fighting oh, over yeah, getting yeah. Billy out. Of- and she was totally fine. It, the speed bump, because she was clipped in, flipped her over and it sort of landed on the hump so she didn't fall on the floor, on the road. Anyway, that is my worst parenting moment. Yeah. Like that was heavy. My parents had an old school pram when my brother was a baby. They used to be called Emma Lungers. Like I don't know if you've seen them. The They're like, the, like they like again, the yeah, real metal. School. Vintage. Anyway, they look chic yeah, as. Vintage chic. I don't know. They're super practical. But <laughs> my parents were crossing the road and hit the gutter on one side. Luckily, Sam was strapped in. The whole pram folded in on itself. So folded back up to how you like store it (laughs) with him in it. He was fine, but I also want to make any parents out there who their kids have fallen out of prams because they've forgotten to strap themselves oh, in. Yeah. I've done it. You've done it. We've all we done have it. many, many messages many. here of people telling us they've done it. So we don't recommend not clipping them in, but, but everyone's done it. We understand. Yeah. I'm a good parent, but I've breastfed on the toilet while doing my business with a poop. Emoji. Absolutely. Yeah, you do you. Absolutely. When the, when if you got to go on that what's baby's it called when around. when nature calls. Yeah. You got to go. What's the weirdest thing you would have done while breastfeeding? Having sex? What? I'm joking. I you just wanted to see your reaction. You. No, you sicko. You're all sickos. Breastfeeding your husband? Oh, no. Okay. So, there is a story on that. My husband gets really funny with breast milk. Like he doesn't want to go near the boob when I have milk in them because it freaks him out. Mm. So one day he was really annoying me and he was trying to get like, you know, into the mood. And I was like, stop it. I'm not in the mood. And he was like, no, come on. Anyway, I just picked up my tit (laughs) and squirted him right in the eye. (gasps) Got him like shot of a lifetime. I reckon I was a meter away too. Like it was a decent (laughs) shot. Pegged him right in the eye and he literally got like a red eye the whole day. I was going to say, if he had a style conjunctivitis, you probably cured it. It wasn't like golden milk into his eye. He's never had hay fever in that eye ever again. (laughs) You did him a favour. Has Harry ever tasted your breast milk? No, he he didn't want to. I think maybe once he went, nah, I'm done. But Nah, I'm done? What, after the second litre? What do you mean? All right. Too much information, but when we've been intimate, he accidentally like thought it was just the normal time and he's like gone, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know. Just use your words. I'm going to. Suck on your nipple. Suck on your titty. 
and milk came out and he literally gagged or I reached and spat so it he out. Spits. He doesn't swallow. No, how rude. <laughs> anyway, he was no longer a fan, so he just stayed away from that scene until the milk was dry. I remember I went to Splendor in the Grass while I was breastfeeding and so I pumped because I was drinking while I was there and I was a little bit tipsy and the people I was with were a lot more tipsy than <laughs> I was ended up handing around my pumped breast milk and everyone had a taste. Oh, my god! They were all really complimentary of my nectar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what did it I'm taste sure like none what? of them had hangovers. Hey, I literally just had some of your breast milk know, in from the a year ago. That was a lot of milk. I'm sad to see that go. It was a huge amount of milk and I threw it the fuck out because that freezer, it, it like, I can't tell you what I found in there. Yeah. This is your reminder to go clean out your freezer. Go clean your it's freezer. It's something that doesn't get done enough. No. You could have your friend's breast milk stored in there from <laughs> years ago. You never know what you're going to find. Oh, I've got one. Okay. And I actually did this on my Instagram the other day as a mum hack. Oh. And lots of people either did it or they hadn't heard of it and have since done it and it's great. Do tell. I'm a great parent but I sit in the car for ages after I've arrived somewhere because my kids are contained for once. Oh, yes. I do, you had I a bit of a in, scroll. I sit in my driveway. I do work yeah. emails. <laughs> I often post, like, sponsored posts because I'm like. Are they just sitting in the back? Like- conta- well, I do have a confession to make. And this is something I judged before I did it, like much of my parenting. (laughs) We have a screen in the back of our car. We have a TV in the roof. It takes DVDs. If you'll believe it, they still exist. JB Hi-Fi Paw Patrol bundle pack, an absolute bargain. $5.99 probably. Anyway, we bought the car secondhand off my parents and they had the screen in the back. So it was like kind of a treat whenever my parents had the kids Mm. that they'd watch it in the back. And when we bought it, and I were like, oh, we won't let them watch that all the time. That'll be for road trips only and special occasions. <laughs> we could literally be going two doors down in the car. That thing gets turned on. And it's a Before godsend. It's a godsend. Every time I have to be like, oh, we're not going that far, just leave it off. They're like, is this woman okay? Like, we're having the TV in the car. And to be honest, it makes car trips so easy. Oh. Do you judge me? I do not judge you. I think that is awesome and a little bit old school because it's coming down (laughs) from the roof. But you know what? However you get your screens, get get it and watch it. Every now and then I throw my phone in the back, you know, where your headrests are, Mm. and I sit it in between the headrest and Mm. squish it down. But Yumi's the only one because the older two are old enough to understand that I can't, like, cater for everyone's needs with the screen. So Yumi gets to watch Coco Melon and they just watch. Yeah. I'm a good parent, but... Are you making this one yeah, up on yeah. the fly? Sometimes. This is the way that Jade admits things. She pretends they've been sent yeah, in. Yeah, this one was sent in from a few people. From Ralph. Um, <clears throat> sometimes I go to the toilet and I don't need to go to the toilet. I just go and sit down and just check my emails. But or aren't sometimes you found? I scroll. No, I have a little, like, you know those little, oh, my God, you're so, why can't you think of this word, Jade? A lock. 
a doorstop. Oh, yeah, You know yeah. the little ugly doorstop? Yeah. I have one of them in my bathroom. So I just pop that there. And I have to say, like I say to, especially in the mornings when things are getting, I actually copied this off my husband, but he doesn't know. And the reason I work this out is because when he says I need to go to the toilet, I've noticed it doesn't smell anymore, but he's been in there a long time. But he's taken like 25 minutes. So now I'm doing it. I'll go, oh, babe, can you just feed them breakfast and get them dressed? I've just got to go to, got to do a big one. (laughs) And then I go and sit down and I just sit there and just look out the window. (laughs) Just, you know, I could actually say I'm going to have a share. No, but then the kids come in and they want a shower. No one. They wants, don't want to join you while yeah, you're pooing. Not really. I'm still at the age where the kids they do. They're, want they're to. happy to be in that bathroom, rain, hail or shine. Oh, I'm a good parent, but the you're other just day, going now. <laughs> no, the other day, Yumi, like she's not poo trained yet. This so, is anonymous, but Yumi, yeah, it just came in. <laughs> Yumi is not poo-poo trained yet, just wee trained. And for the first time ever, we have this little outdoor potty because it's so much effort for us parents to like pick your child up and put them on the toilet. So we just have one out there if she needs to just do a wee. She's like a dog. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) She's got a mat bowl. She's good. (laughs) Anyway, so she sat down and to my surprise, she did a poo. Mm. Now this is going to get gross. The great outdoors. Yeah, but in the potty, good Mm. on her. Anyway, I wiped her up and I just popped the lid down because I was like, That's just not a me problem. I'm not going to deal with that. Last night she needed to do a poo and Harry was like, oh, come on, Yumi, come to the toilet. And I looked at mum and I went, oh, this is not going to be good. And she's (laughs) like, why? Anyway, he lifts up the lid and he's like, oh, no. Oh, hell no. Jade. And I was like, how did you know that I even knew that was there? I had no idea she went to the toilet. And he's like, Billy told me. Anyway, long story short. He fixed it. He took it to the other toilet and her bum was white. So that's a mum hack. This one's also anonymous. Yeah, um, sure. I'm a great You're parent, looking at the roof. The other day <laughs> I went to the park and one of my children, I don't want to name any names, but there's only one that's toilet trained, <laughs> needed to do a bush poo while we're at the park. Yeah. So anyway, started doing a poo. I realised, oh, gosh. I don't have any wipes. And so I'm there, I'm praying for a clean snap. I'm just like, please be a clean snap so I can get away with the fact that there's no wipes. Wasn't a clean snap. So I start running around to the other people there. I'm like, does anyone Anyone. have like a tissue, a wipe? We're at a playground. Like what other unorganised parents are there like (laughs) me? Like, come on. Anyway, I'm running around. No one has a wipe. I had to use my face mask. (laughs) (laughs) Did you wash it and reuse it? It was a disposable one. So I had to use the face mask to wipe her ass and then like had to bundle it up and pop it in the bin. Did you get all the bits? Yeah, it was all clean. Did you have some water to just try and rinse it out? No. Sometimes I like when I'm around. (laughs) Douche yourself. (laughs) (laughs) When we're out in the garden, because we have taps everywhere, and someone's done a little bogaroonie, I just literally get rid of the bogaroonie and put them under the hose, the water, and just wipe it out and we're good to go. The bogaroonie. Is that shit? Are we making that happen? Yeah, but I love how this went from an interactive podcast to us just (laughs) telling us our secrets and horrible stories. stories. Yeah. All right, let's get back on track. Who else have we got? I'm a good parent, but I'm devastated that this gin has finished. I'm a good parent, but I want five more gins (laughs) and not to pick up my kids from school. Agreed. I'm a good parent, but I eat all of the food my child drops on the floor because it's the easiest way to clean it up. 
LOL. It's fucking disgusting. What do you mean? I have a dog to do that. Yeah, but like, don't you think sometimes, okay, it's one less meal to think about, I'll just eat their leftovers? No. I don't even lick my own fingers. What? It's gross. It's not gross. It's so gross. It's efficient. If you. I used to like gag when I would see like. In bed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I used to love it and now I gag. (laughs) Now I'm like, ah, fuck, here we go. No, I'm kidding, Nick. Love you. You're gorgeous. Don't pretend he's listening to this episode. (laughs) He stopped stopped listening about 100 episodes ago. (laughs) The first intro. I said to Nick the other day, actually, I said to Harry, I go, you haven't listened to any episode. Yes, I have. I go, yeah, the ones you are on. That's it. And he's like, yeah, but at least I've listened. I'm like, whatever. So egotistical. One word for you, Botox. (laughs) Yeah. He still doesn't know. he doesn't know. Can I say your Botox right now is looking great? Yeah, I did. It's a really natural one. Yeah, I did it different. So I, he actually looked at me a bit different the other day. No, but it's less obvious, I think, now. She's used way less, what do you call it, Miller? Mills. (laughs) Milliliters. Milliliters. And she's only done it in a certain area. So I can still move my bits and I just have had a little slight lift in my eyes. It's really natural but your forehead is really, it's wrinkle free but you've got good movement. Whereas before I feel like I could pick, like even though it was well done, I could pick whenever you'd had it done. Yeah, yeah, No, I'm happy with this one. Although when I do do this... I'm raising my eyebrows, everyone. It's a little bit more like McDonald's circle right rather than. McDonald's. Oh, right, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right. not noticeable. Nah. At least they're not puckered up all the time. No, yeah. no, I'm feeling it. Yeah, well, there you go, Harry. You'd know about the Botox if you ever listened to our podcast. But, you but don't. what I was going to say is yes, I eat my kids' food off the ground all the time. I think one of the things I found the biggest juggle going from one to two was when Goldie started solids and, like, even though we tried to do some baby lead weaning, like, she still needed some purees. And I was like, oh, gosh, I've got to think about, like, what Poppy's going to eat, what Goldie's going to eat, oh. what I'm going to eat. So I just cut myself out of the equation. <laughs> I was just eating their leftovers off the floor. And look at you, you're fading away to a bloody <laughs> shadow room. And can you leave something for Meryl, Meryl Sweep? She needs something to clean this up. This was before Meryl Sweep. But I used to gag at the thought of, like, Nick. <laughs> no, stop, just let me finish what I've got to say. Now, if you were out in public and a bin wasn't handy and your child passed you just, like, the end of their banana. Would you eat it? No, I'd throw that banana because that will disintegrate. See, I'd just eat Decompose, it. Decompose, I'd just, I'd just eat it and I can't believe I've become that person. If it was a cheeseburger that they handed to me, this is a completely different situation. If it is on the floor, no. I will put it in my pram or in my bra and I will put if it, it away. If it fell on the floor and they wanted to eat it, would you? 100%. Go oh, for gold. Good. It's your choice. But <laughs> if you want to put it in my mouth, hell no. Okay, a full cheeseburger. Falls on the ground for like three seconds. You're gonna let that? No, I'll go. eat that. But that's a full S- cheeseburger. So what's what's the credentials? Like, if it's half a cheeseburger on the ground, I'm not gonna eat it. Even if it's like not dirty. Yeah, like I'm just not gonna eat half a cheeseburger. But if it's a whole cheeseburger, I'll eat it. But they'll eat half the cheeseburger. Do you know what I mean? But if they handed you a half a cheeseburger that hadn't been on the floor, you'd eat that. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, I it's just, more about I just don't floor. worry about the floor. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm beginning to realise. You're gross. <laughs> and to be honest, my floors are a whole lot messier than your floors. <laughs> what if they fell on the floor at home? Yeah, gross. Gross? Hell yeah. My dog cleans all the floor stuff up. I don't need to, like, eat off the floor. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what else are you going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't. I just drink. <laughs> I just so used to be one of those people where I was like, how does anyone forget to eat? Like I was like, you wake up in the morning, the first thing you think about is brekkie. Lunchtime, you know, 12 yeah. o'clock rolls around, what's for lunch? As soon as lunch is over, what's for dinner? And then all of a sudden you're feeding all these other mouths. They take the enjoyment out of thinking Everything. about food. Oh, thank God for HelloFresh. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. I actually, I do forget to eat in the morning because I'm so flat out trying to get everyone mm. ready. And then you've had your second coffee and you're like, why is my heart rate 150? Why am I having an anxiety attack? <laughs> why, why am I so irritable? <laughs> oh, wait, I haven't eaten anything and I've had two black coffees. And it's 12 o'clock. And why do I eat a shit so <laughs> Why am I on the toilet and actually shooting? No, I, I need to. We all know you're on the toilet just to catch a break. <laughs> yeah, I actually need to prioritise eating. It just needs to be. I used to love eating bricky. I know, so and fun. it just needs to be thought out and then it's so easy. I know. And, and if you don't, then you just make these stupid unhealthy choices where then I'll be somewhere at like 10, 30, 11 and, and I'm so an hungry roll. and it's yeah, it's just a croissant there yeah. or like, you know. Scraps. And but don't you reckon it's the same thing as going to the toilet? I'm a good parent but I never take the time to go to the toilet. Only when you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> so when I don't need to go, I am so good at going to the I'm toilet. I'm for 35 minutes. But when I need to go, I will hold on to wee for like, literally three hours well yeah our physio friends told you not to do this i know i've got to re-listen to that episode can't believe it got a drink oh this one's controversial <laughs> okay good i'm a good parent but when my baby pees in his sleep suit i dry it with the hair dryer instead of changing him i don't know what's worse the pee or the hair dryer close to the body <laughs> i'm gonna go out on a limb here and ask the question as to why are we going to the <laughs> effort of plugging in a hair dryer waking the child up no white noise maybe maybe the child keeps sleeping through a hair dryer well like maybe it sounds similar to their wife white noise or is the hairdryer the white noise all the time and she just picks it up and just I don't know it. but I think maybe it would be just easier to change the sleep suit oh no because then you've got to change how does the hairdryer change the sleep suit I mean dry the sleep suit the jammies and you've still got a full nappy under there nah she's just doing it to get rid of her mum guilt so it looks dry on the outside and then she just goes back to her head <laughs> and the baby's like it's gonna wake up eventually you need to rip the bandaid off and the nappy and just yeah. do it I'm not one to be oh, so Oh, what's forceful. your go-to? We've had a lot of people write in, I'm a good parent, but I say for fuck's sake under my breath 457 times a day. Or another one was, I'm a great parent, but every time my child turns around, I stick the root finger <laughs> up at them behind their back. Real mature. What do you do? I swear all the time. Under your breath or out loud? Out loud. But I think it's okay because my children do not swear at all. They don't go to school and swear. Well, not that I know, <laughs> but they don't swear back at all and I think it's because they're so used to me swearing and knowing that it's so unbecoming that they don't do it like it's gross it's so have you foul. ever heard like when I listen to myself on here and we've like been this told episode we've been swearing oh, a lot fucking gross <laughs> but like I've looked and listened I don't like to listen back to a few episodes but when we do and we listen to the edit I'm like you sound disgusting when you say the f word and here I am left right and center in front of my children and mainly at my husband saying fucking clean up your fucking mess I'm sick of this shit and it's just so gross but mm. I can't it makes me feel better swearing Poppy turned to me the other day with a smug look on her face and goes I'm gonna go to a shit <laughs> I was so proud of her because she used it in such good context 
And I was, did she strut off? Well, I don't think she, like I said, I, and then I looked at her and she gave me this like smile like to see if she yeah. was going to be in trouble and I was like, Poppy, you know, you shouldn't say that. That's not a nice word. But I was kind of proud of her and I told Nick and Nick was like, that's on me. I say that yeah, all I'm gonna the do time. A yeah. So I, I just think you've got to think about it. Like I know that words have power but it just seems ridiculous that we have these words that can be so expressive and great okay. and we say them as adults and then we go to our kids like you're not allowed to say that like i totally understand if they're turning around to someone and saying you're an effing like so and so teacher or their that daycare is teacher. that is not on or if they're telling someone <laughs> to f off but i think it's kind of funny if every now and again she goes oh i'm going to go take a shit or she drops something and goes oh shit two like, things i don't like when people get their child to put their finger up in photos, like go, oh, do that and show everyone yeah, yeah, how yeah. cool you are because that's just, you know. Do people really they do, do the they rude do finger do that. anymore? I feel like the rude thing is very 90s, well, early it, 2000s. Do you know what? Because I've got an eight-year-old at school, all these things are coming back. Yo-yos are coming back. Do you know? Bike pants the, no, and rude fingers are coming back. S, the S, remember the oh, S you would do on the folder? I mean, my initials were yes, F, so, F, so oh, I would do them dumb. everywhere. But guess what else is coming back? The rude finger, remember there was the straight rude finger mm. and there's the M&M. like homey rude finger with the thumb sticking all out. like a bit better. Like that. Like, like yeah. you can't even commit to a rude no, finger. No, you can't commit because you're finger. so cool. Yeah. That's coming back. So that's coming back. But what I want to know whether it's acceptable or not is they're listening to Cardi B and rap songs now and – I mean, I know we were listening to them back in the day, but I said to Harry, I think it's inappropriate that they're rapping to like songs that are wet ass pussy and I know they don't have any idea what they're saying. But have you listened back now mm. to some of the songs we listened to when we were younger? And you had no idea. The lyrics are so messed up yeah. and we had no, no idea. idea. It's not a new but thing as to a be parent, listening to music that's inappropriate. But as a parent watching your eight-year-old seeing wet ass pussy oh, totally. and Billy in the back, like not even blinking an eyelid and she's like, yeah, motherfucker, gonna better. And I'm like, What? <laughs> It is out of control. I said to mum the other day when I used to shop at Dangerfield, remember Dangerfield? Yeah, I was a spray goth. Oh, of course you were. Yeah. No, I was like goth, Dangerfield, skulls. Yeah. What a surprise. Anyway, I bought this little badge that said sit on my face <laughs> and I had no idea what it meant. And I swear How my dad, I would have been 13, and I swear <laughs> my dad like looked it on my backpack and was just like, that is. So- oh, when you used to collect badges. Yeah, badges. I put them all. All over my trucker cat. Oh, you super <laughs> trucker hat. No, I had it on my backpack and it said sit on my face. And I honestly think at about 21 I had a flashback of my backpack. So they went, didn't make you take it back? I, well, they, they mustn't have seen it because mum said that if dad saw that he would have said take it off. So I went to Supray once, went on like a girl's trip to Southland um, and went to Supray. <laughs> Did you go on the train? <laughs> there was no train then. We had to go on the bus. There was no train that stopped at Southland at that stage. Yeah, but there but is I now. used to, no, I used to catch that train and then we would have to walk from that train station. It's a long way. I know. We'd do the bus. But I did it. Gosh, you're fit, girl. Yes, yeah, And from way back. Way back. And we went to Southland and I went to Supray and we bought all these 
T-shirts and I bought this singlet that said goes from angel to bitch in the flick of a switch or something like that and I took it home. I was like 13 and my mum was just like, no. you were taking that back and I, I could not understand why that was so bad. Was like- Some of the tops they had targeted at young teens were not okay. Nothing was okay and it's still not okay. They're still doing outrageous things. The biggest thing at the moment is the eight and seven-year-olds that are twerking. Mia gets up in the middle of dinner and just starts twerking at the table. We're like, what are you doing? But they have no idea. Can she twerk? She can twerk. Wow. Yeah. She's got really long legs and she's really muscly and just like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, sit down. Sit down and eat your broccoli, darling. And so in what context does she do the homie, I'm too cool to properly stick up my rude finger, rude finger? Um, She shows Billy. So she's like, hey, Billy, hey, Billy. And then there's two hands of the like that. And then Billy will go like that back and she'll go, nah, that's not cool. It's a this. And I'm like, fuck, it brings me back to my childhood because my auntie was three years older than me. She still is. And she used to like make me smoke rolled up paper tea bag cigarettes while my grandma was mowing the lawn and I wasn't allowed to tell anyone. And then she used to tie me up with a Chuck's wife. <laughs> no, she did. And my uncle would have to try and untie me. No, he would have to untie me. It'd take him 10 minutes to try and do it. And then she would make us lift her around like a princess. Okay. I'm just going to say that there's some serious trouble times coming out of my childhood right now. And it is due to my auntie, but I did cut off her troll doll's hair and she's never forgiven me. We just really went into like well, therapy. We really, <laughs> well, we really went we went hard and fast. I'm a good parent, but all right. We've got one that's been sent in by Anonymous. Jofi and Sage. <laughs> <laughs> let's. I'm a good parent, but yeah. let's have one more gin. Yeah. Pretend we're still recording. Call our husbands, make them pick up the kids from school and daycare and pretend that we were delayed. Because we deserve it. We have been working all day. We're we fucking flat it. out and we've literally, <laughs> if you can't tell, we've lost our minds. So we're going to have another drink and cheers to that. Have a good one, legends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Bump. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. If you didn't, good on you. You can also follow us on Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast to stay up to date on behind the scenes and future episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.